Hi everyone, welcome back to the That Girl Guide. Happy Thursday, I hope it's been a good one so far. So the other day, one of you messaged me, she's the best, but she asked if I could do an episode of Feeling Lost. She's around my age and she's just been feeling like she doesn't know what path it is that she needs to go down. And so I've been thinking about that and how, you know, I think a lot of us feel lost, especially if you are, yeah, around my age and in the face of life that a lot of people call the decade of decisions from like 18 to 28, where you're deciding what jobs you're going to take, internships, where you're going to go to school, what you're going to study, who you're going to marry, like things that are going to determine the rest of your life. And it can feel very overwhelming and make you feel like that just if because you don't know exactly what decision to make and what path to go on you're just lost but the more I thought about it the more I came to realize that you know what actually like not knowing exactly what path to go on is just kind of part of who I am in this moment that doesn't mean I'm lost that's just part of this phase of life especially and it's kind of a beautiful, cool thing that I'm go down one path, realize it's the wrong path. So I can just take a few steps back and go down a different one. And because I at least know who I am, I know that, yeah, when I fall down, when I mess up, it's going to be okay. Cause I know that I'm capable. I know that I'm strong and I'm confident. I can figure it out because there's a difference in just like kind of feeling lost in life because yeah you don't know exactly what your, your future has in store versus being lost in yourself and not knowing that yeah you have so much to offer that you are unique in that way that you should be confident that you're so capable and that is what is the dangerous thing when you're lost in yourself and that's what then makes it so hard when inevitably you're faced with decisions and you don't really know with 100% surety that you're going to make the right choice. And that's really scary and hard. And maybe you do kind of make the not best choice. Then you have to try again. When that happens and you don't know who you are and you don't have that confidence, that's when it's 10 million times harder. But if you can know who you are and you're sure of yourself, then it's going to be a lot easier to go through life, obviously not knowing everything because none of us do. And so I wanted to do an episode today on finding yourself when you forgot. You forgot all the amazing things about yourself. So I created a list of some of the things that I've done throughout the years whenever I've felt lost because honestly... It's happened a lot and I feel like I finally have gotten just a lot better and I feel like I know who I am. So, and first let me also say like rediscovering yourself, finding yourself is so fun. Like get excited. The possibilities are endless. Like, I don't know. And maybe that sounds cheesy, but I seriously believe that. So the first one is to detach yourself from things from like I don't know what you do and what I mean by that is we attach ourselves to people to your job to the college you go to to the sports you play and you start to make those part of your 
self, which is like fine. It's a thing you do and you go to that college and you love it and whatever, but that isn't you like necessarily. It's just a place where you go to school and playing soccer isn't you. That's just a thing you do because the truth of the matter is there's going to come a time where you graduate or there's going to come a time where you stop playing that sport because you got hurt or something or you break up with that person or you're no longer friends with so-and-so and then you're going to have a little mini identity crisis if you attach yourself so much to those things and made that who you were. But don't freak out when that happens and you start to feel so lost because really you were never those things you weren't and let yourself take comfort in that and that you're so much more than I don't know that school that high school you're so much more than that and you're gonna find new things to love and it's all gonna work out so my next one to rediscovering yourself, finding yourself is to put down your phone. And I have two reasons for this. The first one being that we've always been influenced by people, you know, the people around you, your classmates, your friends, your family, they always kind of make you into who you are. They shape you. But then with social media, we're no longer just influenced by the people in our lives, but we're also so influenced by the people on our phones which is totally fine, but it does get to the point where I'm scrolling on TikTok the other day and everyone's been making like get ready with me videos, makeup videos and stuff. And I realized that pretty much everyone is like doing the exact same makeup routine, using the same techniques, same products, like very similar, wearing the same headbands. And I started to think, you know, it's kind of weird that out of like All of the blushes you could buy at the store, like a hundred different blushes, we're all now using the same blush. Like, it's just a little weird. But it's so much more than just the way that we apply our makeup and our hair and the clothes that we wear. It's also the way in which we speak and our mannerisms and everything. And I'm just like, holy crap, we literally have morphed into each other. Because it's, yeah, it's no longer just the trends. Like trends have always been a thing. And I do think they're obviously amplified by social media. But yeah, it's just also the opinions we hold. And like, I'm trying to think even, this is kind of a stupid example, but things as simple as going on walks. Like everyone like a year or so ago became obsessed with going on walks. And walks are great. So that's a good thing for everyone to just become obsessed with. But it's like, did people then lose some of their own interests because they then gained an interest that everyone else just seemed to have? And so I use a whole bunch of the products that everyone else seems to use on TikTok. And I do a whole bunch of the things that everyone else seems to do around me. And I love going on walks. And I'm not saying that any of these things are bad, but I do think it's important to be aware of the fact that We are very heavily influenced. And so before you just run to go buy that thing or you just quickly grasp onto that opinion that so-and-so just shared, think, wait, like, what do I actually think? 
And because, yeah, I've honestly bought so many products. And like, oh, yeah, like, she has that, like, and she's saying it's so amazing. Like, I guess I should get it because I'll think it's so amazing. And then I get it, and it honestly isn't amazing. It's very disappointing. But I trick myself into being like, well, but they said it was so amazing, so it must just be that amazing. But like, it really isn't. Like, I'm, like, literally so many things are coming to my mind. Should I just share a list? Okay. The Simple Modern Cup. If you know, you know, it was the Stanley Cup before the Stanley Cup. Now, the Stanley Cup is different. That's another thing. I was influenced to buy, actually, before everyone else got them. I had them literally a year and a half ago. So, but whatever. But I was still influenced by another influencer to buy them. Um, and I love the Stanley Cup. It's worth the hype to me personally, but it might not be to you and that's okay. But the simple modern cup that lots of people had raved about, I got it. Huge disappointment. I tried to be like, okay, yeah, it's like more than just a cup. It wasn't, it was just a cup. I don't understand why I spent money on it. Um, next this like one specific Amazon slippers that everyone was getting, everyone and their moms was posting about it saying, oh my gosh, the best, most comfy slippers. They aren't comfy. Like, I mean, they're comfy enough, but like the way in which everyone was raving about it, I just thought it was going to be like the comfiest slipper I've ever put on. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I think I could just keep going and keep going and keep going, but that'd be a waste of all of your time. But I'm just saying like, it's okay. And it's just sad that I then tried to trick myself into then holding the opinion that everyone else had on those slippers and on those shoes. I mean, and on that cup because it seemed like everyone else loved it. So I was like, oh, well, I must love it. But when it came down to it, I didn't. So that's why it's weird. So I just think you have to be open to the fact that maybe you don't love that blush everyone's using. Maybe you don't love doing that just because everyone else is doing it. Like, just be aware of it. But again, it's not bad to go on walks because everyone's going on walks. It's not bad to use that blush because everyone uses that blush. But just be aware, okay? The second reason to put down your phone is because we have become so addicted to noise, to media, and that... It's like, why would I ever, in this day and age, there's so much media to consume. Why would I ever do the dishes, take a shower, drive my car, do my makeup in the morning without listening to a podcast, listening to music, audiobooks, watching a movie? Why would I do any of those mundane, boring things without consuming some sort of media? Because there's just endless and endless amounts, right? But then it becomes a problem when you look back on your day and you see, okay, when were all the times that I could have had silence? Yeah, when I woke up in the morning to get ready, when I drove to work, when I got back and I then made dinner, when I took my shower, when I cleaned my room. If in all those moments you had some sort of entertainment something to listen to, something, then that's when we have a problem. That's when you then just blocked out any form of just any time where you could have just had a single thought occur, you know? That's when then you get to bed at night, your head hits the pillow, and finally you have silence 
But boom, you're bombarded with a million thoughts and you're like, mind is wandering and wandering and wandering because you were never able to just have those thoughts without the, throughout the day. And I fully believe that if you find more thoughts throughout the day, you're going to have a better night's sleep and fall asleep faster. I totally believe that. Um, but yeah, and I also think like, obviously listening to podcasts isn't bad. I listen to so many podcasts. Hopefully you're listening. Obviously you're listening to mine right now. Awesome. Like keep it up. But after you listen to it, allow yourself to think about it and reflect on it. Don't just go and listen to another episode. Don't just go and watch another show or whatever. Let yourself stop and think about it. Think about it before you just go busy your mind and distract yourself with something else. Or then it was all for nothing. What was the point of listening if you were just going to move on so quickly that you can't even actually fully grasp it, you know? So again, it's like all things... In moderation, because movies, audiobooks, podcasts, music, they aren't bad, but it's just, you can't let it totally take over your life. And so I challenge you to like tomorrow or today or whenever, when you take your shower, or when you're doing your makeup, like do it in silence. Or I love driving in silence. That will always be my favorite thing because I can just like talk to myself and it probably... I probably look crazy and weird to other people. Hopefully they assume that I just like must be on the phone with like Bluetooth, but I just talked to myself and yeah, people will say to me, they're like, and they're so nice, but they're like, Ellie, like you're just so creative or you have all these insights or how do you come up with all the things that you say in your podcast? And honestly, the answer is I allow myself to have silence. Like that's how I have these thoughts that are, I mean, I'm sure everyone else has had like thoughts similar to mine. I'm not like sharing groundbreaking thoughts, but I do think I am able to let myself think so that then I have things to share on here. Whereas when I like get so addicted to distracting myself with stuff, I like feel like I don't have anything to come on to podcast about. So it's uncomfortable and you really do have to push through it, but it becomes... Like that silence in the car will become something you love and help you, yeah, like discover things about yourself and give you time to just like stop listening to everyone else's opinions and start forming your own. Okay, my next one is to journal. So I think journaling is really important because, again, it's like finding stillness. Journaling gives you the time to reflect and through doing this, I've realized through journaling at night, whether sometimes I just like record myself on my laptop and I like video diaries, which is kind of fun. Or I just, yeah, like write it down on my phone in my app or sometimes on paper. Anyways, when I do that, I start noticing patterns and I start noticing, oh wait, yeah, today was a really good day. I did this day, this day, this day. Wait, what's the common thread? Because last week I also had a really, really good day and I did that thing that day too. And so I should do that more often because every day I seem to do that, I seem to have a better day. Or maybe I notice things that make my days a little worse and I aren't making me feel that great about myself or whatever. And I don't know. I just have loved doing that. It's kind of like a little game too, like cross-referencing my journal entries with my, yeah, all my journal entries with each other. So my next thought is to push yourself 
because it's when we push ourselves that we realize literally just how amazing and capable you are. And it's hard. I'm kind of like the worst at that. I love just like being comfortable and staying in my comfort zone, but it really is. Yeah. When you get into the growth zone that then you can get this like confidence that just like is a snowball effect to cause you to just like wanting to do more and more and more things. And it can be the simplest of things or bigger things like starting a podcast has literally given me so much confidence. I think will last for like the rest of my life to now just like continue to do more and more and more things. Or then I just like, will try little random things like, um, playing a new game, like outdoor game with my family where I used to, when I was younger, like I just used to hate trying new things. Cause I just wanted to always be good at stuff. And if it was something new, then I was probably not going to be that good at it at first. But I just like have just pushed myself to just try all the random things, play games with my friends, push myself outside of my comfort zone and friend groups and at parties. And I don't know. And those are like maybe silly, stupid things. And to a lot of you, that's something you're already really good at. So like that won't make sense to you. But. I don't know. It's giving me confidence when I just pushed myself outside of my comfort zone a little bit and yeah, realize that I am capable because we all are. Okay. So I also now have a list of some questions that I challenged myself to answer. And so I just journaled about them yesterday night and I think it was like helpful and I really like them. So I'll, um, share them. So the first one is to write down five things you'd love about yourself. And again, it like feels cheesy and whatever. And you're like going to kind of not want to do it, but literally please do it. Okay. Especially if it feels uncomfortable, that just shows how much you really do need to do it because you've gotten so comfortable to say negative things about yourself and you've forgotten to say positive things about yourself. So you're going to sit down right now or tonight, whatever, grab your phone, grab a piece of paper and write down five things you love about yourself. And they could be like, seriously, it could be like, you love that you are good at recognizing people. And so if you're in a group of lots of people and everyone's talking and there's this one person who keeps trying to talk, but everyone's interrupting her and talking over her and she's feeling unheard, not heard and not seen, you choose to see her and be like, oh wait, yeah, what are you trying to say? And you make her feel heard. Or maybe it's that you are really good at just like being clean and organized. Or maybe you have a really good eye and are good at like taking pictures on your phone and posting aesthetic photos. I don't know. But come up with a list of five things. It was so fun for me. Literally. It was so fun to do. Um, And you know what? Actually, I only did five things not about my appearance. But I'm actually now going to do 10 things in total. So do five things about your appearance and five things not about your appearance. Because obviously what matters more is what's on the inside. But I need to work on being more confident in my skin because that transfers over to then just feeling confident in myself too. So I'm going to come up with five things. And maybe it'll be stupid that I like my belly button or I like the way that my hair curls or air dries, or I don't even know. Or I like the way that blue, the color blue looks on me. I don't know. Just like come up with things and 
It might take you a second, but that's okay. So the next thing to ask yourself is how are the relationships in your life affecting you back? And this can kind of, yeah, be back to the journaling thing where you reflect every day and you realize, okay, you know what? Susie's like really just (laughs) trying to like beat me down or whatever. And maybe she doesn't totally notice she's doing it, but everything I seem to like or seem to say, she just seems to disagree with. And now I found that I... I started to doubt myself and started to or stop trusting myself and stop sharing my opinions because I just knew that her opinion would then be different. So she must be right. No, that's the worst. I hated those type of people. That's like been a thing since literally since kindergarten. I just remember kids like doing that, that you'd be so excited to bring your new toy to school And then someone would be like, that's such a lame toy. Like, why did you bring a toy to school or whatever? And then you'd be like, oh, and then you wouldn't even like that toy anymore. And so that still happens, stuff like that today. And so just like reflect on that and how people are making you feel. And again, I'll always say this because I don't think you need to then just cut someone out if they aren't the best person because no one's perfect. And so if you have one of those people in your life, I'm not saying you need to, yeah, cut them out of your life. But you can at least become aware of it so that then the next time it happens, you're not quite as sad about it because you just know, oh, you know what? Susie's just being Susie, like, and you can just laugh it off. So that's the next one. Okay, the third one is to ask yourself what's something unique about you. And this one took me a really long time. And honestly, truth be told, I felt like my answer wasn't that great. So I'm going to continue to think about it for the rest of the week until I come up with some better answers. But I do think we all do have unique things to offer. And in reflecting on this, maybe I'll come up with some things that you can tap into that you can look more into and discover even more about yourself. It really, finding yourself is so fun. Like it's just kind of a game and just, you should enjoy it. Okay. And then my last one is to just Ask yourself what your short-term and your long-term goals are. So maybe you created a list of goals at the beginning of January. Just so awesome. Now's a good time to reflect on them and how they're going. But I think your goals and growing as a person is also part of who you are. And you can make these goals about finding yourself. Like all the things I've talked about this episode, make those into your goals if you need to. Um, But yeah. Anyways, I hope this, that's it for today, but I hope this episode was good and I just hope that all of you are good, seriously, and thank you all for all of your constant kindness and please be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can't do them on Spotify, but you can do them on Apple and I love reading through them. They mean so much to me. You all mean so much to me, even if you don't leave a review. I still love you, Um, but yeah, have the best week ever. Bye.